This podcast is sponsored by Turney Fungicide. Nothing takes out tough diseases like Turney. Learn more at valentpro.com slash Turney. So this is Kyle Brown with Superintendent Radio Network. I am here today with Todd Mayhew, the Western Field Development Manager for Valent Professional Products. We are here to talk a little bit about water management in the golf course. How are you doing today, Todd? I'm doing well. Great. So let's just go ahead and get started. What are some issues uh, that superintendents are facing today in terms of water management on the golf course? Due to the economy, uh, many courses have had to forego work on their irrigation system. Hopefully with, uh, with things starting to turn around and them saving over the last couple of years, they can do some things to improve their efficiency, look more toward working on the irrigation system. Some of the benefits by looking more at water management is uh, overall using less water, which there is a cost to. And some of the courses who have moved on to the sustainable development front and uh, modify their irrigation practices have seen that uh, doing so allows them to mow less and have less batch development. This can have a big impact on the overall budget in terms of lowering labor costs, equipment wear and tear, and overall fuel costs. One of the potential issues with going towards a, uh, a more lean use of water is that there's less air involved with regard to pest and insect problems specifically. One of the concerns with focusing in on, on a reduced irrigation regime is that there is perhaps less tolerance for some of the, the stress factors such as pest damage that become a problem with, with turf that's under stress due to uh, lower water use. Pest damaged turf is going to require more fertilizer, more water inputs and so forth to help it grow through that. Some examples of, of a pest that can be a problem are uh, white grubs, billbugs, and, and other insects that can get into the, the root system and, and uh, stem layer of the, of the fat of the turf and to start degrading that. Trying to help the turf grow through this damage can be difficult uh, if you're managing your water budget very, very tightly. And so in these scenarios, it becomes very cost effective to consider the application of a preventive white grub treatment, uh, which will also pick up billbugs. And in areas of your course where damage does occur, it's useful to have a product to be able to come back and quickly control those insect pests in hotspots. Uh, many superintendents may consider putting a preventive application down on the tees and greens um, and then catching the insect pests that, have, that become problems in the roughs and, and fairways. This gives you the option of um, perhaps balancing your budget a little bit better, but it's very helpful to have a product that can do both things. Yeah, that is something that superintendents are going to have to handle right now, especially in terms of water management when that leaves turf stressed and vulnerable. What are some cultural practices and maybe some chemical choices that can help superintendents adhere to those water management restrictions that they, that they have to work around? Well, certainly when you're talking about water irrigation efficiencies, thatch management comes into play. Soil compaction is another thing. So these are some cultural practices that you can do to make sure that the water you're putting on is getting down into the soil structure and the roots where it's needed the most. And in terms of uh, some chemical choices, products such as Arena gives you the flexibility of using a, a preventive white grub treatment. And then also it has excellent curative properties against white grubs very, very fast to get the insect pest under control and gives you the option then of, of having one product on your shelf that can take care of both your preventive white grub and curative white grub needs. Let's talk a little bit about grubs then. How big of a problem are grubs for golf courses right now? Well, grubs are fairly ubiquitous in the, uh, the turf structure. I'm sure that just about every golf course at one time has had an issue with grubs. Uh, they're pretty much always present. They feed down in the uh, soil structure, the larva, the immature uh, form of the, of the white grub, feeds down in there and removes the, the, the roots 
and under high pressure can cause a significant damage. The damage is expressed by browned out areas, areas that really look like perhaps they're not getting enough water. But if you go and start to examine those, you can actually pull the turf back like a carpet. It'll kind of roll up because the insect has removed the root structure. Yeah, it can be a very big problem. And generally speaking, if you've got good, healthy turf, they can tolerate some level of white grub damage, and you really can't even tell. But, you know, as you move into more of these sustainable programs where you're looking, you're, you're cutting the margin down with regard to water, you know, the turf may have less of a tolerance. There's not a lot of studies that have been done that I'm aware of looking at the, uh, the relationship between the level of watering and what kind of damage turf can withstand. But it, it stands a reason that, that if you... Um, just giving a turf exactly what it needs, that perhaps if they have a, an unexpected stress factor, such as white grubs coming in there, you may start to see some damage symptoms a bit sooner than you otherwise would or at a lower overall insect infestation level. When superintendents are trying to use best practices in, in water management, what should they look for in the turf itself? First of all, the best guide is to, you know, what happened last year. Uh, white grubs have one generation per year, and they, they tend to reinfest the same areas that they came from. So if you had an issue last year, it's likely that you're going to uh, have a problem again. And so that's a case where you may want to consider a preventive white grub treatment. In other parts of your course where maybe you haven't had so much of a, a problem, and, you know, budgets being what they are, people may want to try and, and uh, avoid a, a preventive grub application. You do have the option of coming back and, and at the sign of first damage, go back with a curative product. The, the best way to sample form is to just kind of look at the turf, and if you're seeing some damage area there, again, you can pull it back like a carpet. Otherwise, you can take a cup cutter sample. In, in uh, mid to late summer, they should be fairly easy to find, and then you could make a curative application at that point. And let's talk for a moment about some of those options for dealing with those, uh, especially in terms of either practices or chemicals. There are several options on the preventive side. Valen has a product, Arena, that I've mentioned. Uh, DuPont has a new, very good uh, product in the Celeprin, uh, which offers, they both have a very good preventive white grub control. The industry standard merit's been out there for a long time. That's certainly an option for preventive. But really, when you get down to what one product will, will serve both your preventive and curative needs, comes back to Arena. If you're going to go wall-to-wall -wall with preventive applications, you've got a much broader product choice. If, you know, due to budget considerations, perhaps you want to be aggressive with uh, protecting the tees and greens in certain parts of your fairway with the preventive white grub material. And then, you know, if you've got some, uh, some hot spots that come up in the roughs or other parts of your fairways that you haven't treated, you can take care of those from, with a, a curative application. Fantastic. Well, I really appreciate your help today, Todd. Uh, thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you.